Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. morning. Good Friday tomorrow, so this is our Friday. It is. Right? It's not... C-word free Thursday, though, is it? No. Okay. No. So we can take COVID? Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> That's COVID. That's the C-word. <laughs> the C-word. <laughs> so what's, what's tomorrow? Is that when the Easter Bunny comes out and blesses us all I think that's Sunday Sunday when do we when do we shoot and eat the rabbit Sunday Sunday yeah yeah that's Sunday my dog Monday some people do a Monday my dog is losing his mind right now because we got a couple of rabbits that are living in the neighborhood oh yeah and he's just freaking out you gotta watch that because they will take off if they see them yeah Um, so last to to that end I, I there's a dog across the street and he likes to watch the dog so I I thought, well, he's barking at Oakley, which is which is the uh, which is the golden retriever across the yard. The neighbor's the dog, yeah. So I thought, well, I'll just open the front door so he can see him because he's like literally up against the blinds. And the wife's like, get him off the blinds. So I open up the door for Kingston, and he goes, boom, gone on the door. Hits the screen door. He never does this. And the screen door opened. Oh, no. He, he hit the handle. He jumped up on the handle of the screen door yeah. and took off. And I'm like, what are you doing, you stupid mutt? And he is hightailing it after yeah. a couple of rabbits. And I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so you're out so there in your underwear chasing him. is running through the streets of St. Albert looking for his dog. It is underwear. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh look at this. I didn't even think about that. White rabbit. That actually happened last night, and then... We're just doing this for Easter. Yeah. This is an Easter song from Jefferson Airplane. (laughs) Bless everyone, or whatever. (laughs) The Locker Room Topic of the Day. This topic is the reason why I try very hard not to make fun of other radio shows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because last night, when I was thinking about what we could do this morning... I was like, oh, that's right. It's Easter. What do people get on Easter? Chocolate. That's right. Chocolate. How can we avoid talking about religion on the locker room? Because that never goes well. <laughs> Let's do a topic about the favorite chocolate of the locker room listener. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Have you got a favorite one? I like it. the Reese, like the Reese peanut butter chocolate. Like you can get the. Oh, yeah. Those are delicious. You- you hate peanut butter. Yeah, what the what? But your favorite that's, chocolate is Reese. That's the only way. I've said this a hundred times on this show. The only way I do anything with peanut butter is Reese peanut butter cups. That's it. There's something about it that's uh, different than 
How is that possible? Grant, help me out it's here. It's the most Jimmy you thing ever. You hate peanut butter. You're angry. You, you don't just hate. You get mad when you see it. But your favorite chocolate is Reese peanut butter. I can't explain it. I see you eat peanut butter, and I get angry. I want to leave the room. That's bizarre to me. But he's just crushing Reese's Grant, peanut butter cups. What's your favorite chocolate? Uh, this is tough. And actually, we could bring this around back to religion if we wanted, because okay. the chocolate represents... Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a tough one. Um, I think, like, if we're doing favorite chocolate bar, is that what we're doing here? No, to favorite chocolate. Favorite chocolate? I don't even know. I, You know what? Somebody's going to mention one, and you're going to go, that's yeah, mine. Yeah, like, because I had one in mind, and then I just, I, in my mind, I'm like, I can't fully commit to that yet. Like, I didn't eat more. Has always been my favorite chocolate bar. Yeah, but it's not my favorite chocolate. We don't want to do chocolate bar because we might need that topic in a month <laughs> or two. But it also could be argued that eat more isn't a chocolate bar; it's a candy bar. But oh, stop it! Seven eight zero nine eight. It is a hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> Hold on, write that down. Have we done that lately? The locker room topic of the day. Grant mm-hmm. favorite chocolate. Brad texted in and said mini eggs. Oh, those you know what? But what's better? Here's another one. Okay. <laughs> mini eggs or eggies? There's two different types. Okay, well the eggies have the little surprise in there, the little I uh, know they're both chocolate in the middle. They're both essentially the same thing but different. But they're, they're oh. made by different companies. Though, yeah, um, we get the Cadbury Easter Cadbury with the with the, the shell on the outside, yeah. and I love yeah, those. They're both and, the, they're both that idea, but Cadbury makes the mini eggs, and Hershey makes the eggies. I don't. Get and the, I have some friends that are like, will not eat mini eggs. They're like I'm only this is an eggies family. Yeah, really? Okay, I, maybe I gotta try because I don't really remember taste test. Because we get that dark blue bag all the time. My wife, she knows how much I love those. Mm-hmm. I, I I said I had a bag of those in the house um, from from her shopping yeah. on the weekend. It's gone. Yeah, the, the blue I got bag drunk I the think other is night. eggies, and then the purple bag is mini eggs. Purple. Yeah. Purple, yeah. I think so it's you get purple. the mini eggs, yeah. yeah. All right. Great discussion so far <laughs> this morning, everybody. The locker room topic of the day. Your favorite chocolate. Uh, this one's come in a few times, so we better mention it. Uh, Dean saying icy squares. They're too much. They're too sweet or something for me. Yeah. Right? They're kind of addicting, though. And like, they, if you get, like, they come in, like, those clear tubs, and you, yeah. they just melt are, in your mouth. Are they the, yeah. the mint ones? Uh, no, uh, they're they're square and they got a little tin foil like so okay. you open them up. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're like soft, soft, yeah, soft. Yeah, they just soft. like melt in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, like I like them. They're good. I I can see why people would wouldn't be pick my them. favorite though. No, they're not my favorites. Yeah. The other problem with them too is if you get any amount of heat around them, they just dissolve. they're just like <laughs> in your hand. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So Mark Wahlberg's doing the promo tour right now. He's got a new movie coming out with Mel Gibson. Comes out today. Does it? Okay, what's it called? Father Stew. Okay. And so he's a, yeah, it's a boxer. true story, right? It's a true story. Uh, he's a boxer who basically becomes like a priest. 
So he's the doing Catholic a Catholic church show thing, right? Yeah. I think he was on Ellen or something, and he was talking about how his kids are uh, mortified about his Marky Mark days. Yeah, they said any time they see videos of him as Marky Mark, they're just <laughs> horrified. I guess his son was playing football, and they started playing Good Vibrations, and he was burying his head in his helmet. <laughs> they see the underwear ads, and they're like, no, Dad. What? I wish I had material like that to embarrass my kids. <laughs> you, you were an undermom. Wear model in the early nineties. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you do have lots of stuff like that. How many pictures of you in tidy whities do we have? Well, it's. I don't know if I can compare what I have, but we could see what Marky Mark Mark Wahlberg has from the nineties. Different, a little different, just a little different. It's funny though that with with your kids, they reach sort of a point. You go through stages of right. of embarrassing them, right? Like when they're young, it's it's easy to embarrass them, and yeah. then they're too cool for school when they're teenagers, and they're trying to not be embarrassed by you. And then um, once it, because mine are in their early twenties now, right? My daughters, yeah. And now it's just like it's just ex- what's dad gonna do? Well, and also they probably like hit a point where they start to make fun of you. Like, they start to use that stuff. Yeah. Point, what are you talking about? <laughs> they were like five. We so turned that corner at like use four or five. stuff against you instead of being embarrassed by it. Well, yeah. Favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? Do you have one? Ah, Boogie Nights for me. Boogie Nights? Okay. And then The, the Departed. That's right, he was in De- That's right, he was in Departed. Yeah. I need a, I need a list of uh, uh, movies. Ted... The Fighter was really good. Okay, The Fighter's mine. We Own the Night. Yeah, The Fighter was really good. Yeah. Shooter. Uh, there's one that he was in. It was called Shooter. That I'm, I'm That's a good movie, of. too. Yeah. He, Planet of the Apes. He looks like a fighter, right? Like um, a boxer. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't surprise me he's doing this this uh, this movie about the, the priest that was a boxer. Yeah. But anyway, Three Kings was really good with George Clooney. That's right, yeah. He's done some good stuff. He's done some great stuff. Yeah. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Hi, good morning. I agree with you. Brian Hall must go. Now, I do like you. You know the game. Gord Steinke announced his retirement. Yeah. Now it's time for Brian to say bye-bye, just like Bob Layton did. So you boys keep doing what you're doing. I hope you're having a fabulous Easter weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Happy Easter. Yes, Lawrence. happy Easter, and remember, God we bless. don't go away. We are champions. If they like it or not, too bad. Okay. Huh? Okay. Okay, bye. See ya. It's our media expert. <laughs> the ladies love the locker room. The locker who? The locker room. Female friendly since 2018. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. Grant Johnson and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. A number of people were recently asked a question. It's an important question. They always do around 2,000 people when they do surveys. We talked to 2,000 people. Yeah. And this is the question. Would you rather have someone always be truthful, even if it hurts your feelings, or for them to lie to you so your feelings don't get hurt? And I'm guessing everybody listening to this right now knows roughly what the response was. Uh, 90% of people said, always tell me the truth. 10% said, I can't handle the truth. So just, you can't handle the truth. So just lie to me. 
I will tell you that only 10% of the people in that survey were telling the truth. We're, we're being truthful. Yes. <laughs> well, it sounds nice, right? Like, you're like, yes, I want everyone to be truthful with me at all times. But then you actually think about it and you're like, that sounds awful, actually. It is. Yeah. It, it would be awful. Yeah. Can you imagine if I just wandered around here and was more truthful than I am? <laughs> Where you actually said what you thought? Yeah. You guys, get a, good, you guys get a good dose of the truth from yeah. me in this room. Yeah. Can you imagine what I would be like or how I would be viewed? And mm-hmm. I've already viewed quite horribly how I would be viewed if I just wandered around and did the things I did in this room in front of you two. But how many, but being truthful all the time, does that mean that you have to give your opinion on everything? See, that's the difference, right? Because if if you're going to tell someone to tell me something, okay, be truthful. Like if you ask. If I ask. But, but does well, it that's mean- the sense I get, is that if you're looking for advice, right? Okay, if you're looking for advice, yeah. But I think where I'm thinking is like, if it's when people are giving their advice without anyone asking, I think a lot of people that are like, I only tell the truth, tend to give the truth when no one's asking them to. Like... I get that. Yeah. Like if you think someone needs to lose weight and you tell them to their face. Uh, you guys are you know, brothers. You're his no, son. I, I don't mean me because I don't have a choice. What are you talking about, Tubby? Okay. This survey is complete bullshit because nobody yeah, wants to hear wants. the truth. Not Our entire of, yeah. lives are dedicated to avoiding the truth. We all do it to a certain extent. And we all avoid saying what we're actually thinking and it's an ongoing daily battle for a lot of us i understand the minutiae of the conversation that grant is getting into and there are those guys that get up every morning thinking that there's some sort of it's their saviors of the planet to go into work and and upset everybody right but i'm not talking about that i'm talking about your just day-to-day existence just think about it (laughs) we're not truthful with each other we're not at all yeah well it's I don't think that's a bad thing either. We all just are Somebody doing what we can to get by. how their hair looks. Just tell them it looks good. Like yes, this, yeah, yeah. You look fine. Upset them. Yeah. We lie to each other all the time. We lie to ourselves all the time. Yeah, I think there's a mix there. We have a a serious lack of 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 any sort of respect for the truth, for real truth mm-hmm. in this country. It, it's a problem, in my opinion. I understand that it's also a safety mechanism, but uh, th- these surveys just drive me crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, if somebody no one asks wants you, the truth. But if someone asks you on a survey, you're just gonna be like, "Yeah, I want the truth all the time." But you don't. They're no, lying. Actually, no, they're not actually thinking it through. And if they thought it through, they'd be like, "Actually, I want people to lie to me. <laughs> Build me up. <laughs> don't tear me down with the truth." You can start lying to me if you want, Locke. No, I find it too much fun telling you the truth, though. <laughs> you tell me the truth whether I want it you, or not. You need his truth. <laughs> you do need it. Not as much as I get. <laughs> I have I've made you a better person. And you've made me angry. <laughs> yeah, my, my truthfulness has made you angry. Some of it. <laughs> I get blamed for everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Me. I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell the truth. 
Even when I lie. Tony Montana. <laughs> From Scarface, Ron reminded me of that clip. Yeah. That's a rather poignant clip. Thank you, Ron. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Our wonderful city council is back at it again. If they're not building statues of COVID or making wading pools shallower to protect the city's little people, they're trying to figure out how to get people to ride on public transit. So because no one is riding the buses or taking the trains, uh, they don't have very much money to spend on it right now. So they're debating in city council about putting in higher parking fees um, putting a vehicle registration fee on us. So when you register your vehicle, you have to pay to the city. And even getting into the real estate business to attempt to raise some cash. I love the city strategy. Make it so expensive for people to own a car so they have to use our bike lanes or our buses. I like the idea that they don't know why people won't ride on transit. They're like This is a mystery to us. As if they think people enjoy the threat of being harassed or stabbed or spit on every time you get on a bus. Make them safe and people will ride. Well, I don't know why nobody will ride the bus. Makes no sense. Who wouldn't like to be yelled at or physically assaulted while they're on the way to a hockey game with their kid? Just makes no sense to me. They should spend a couple million now and uh, put signs up asking people not to stab. That usually works. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by the Gord Stanky Retirement Special at Edmonton Glory Holes. 30 years on the news means you get 30% off oh all God. summer long if you mention the Stankmeister. <laughs> Book today at Edmonton or Tabor GloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. That man right there, study king. So this study says women are more likely than men to suffer from headaches, which, I mean, that sounds about right to me. And not in a bad way. I just, I know like so many women that suffer from headaches or migraines. Um, and so they said um, 6% of women or just over 1 in 20 have a headache for at least half of every month compared to 2.9% of men that say they have that. Um, women are twice as likely as men to suffer migraines, 17% versus 8%. You've had a migraine? Yeah, I had one. Uh, I used to have them all the time. Oh, really? Before like, I got the shunt? Before the shunt. That was BS. Before shunt, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like they they were bad. I couldn't even I, I couldn't see. I've only really had one that I remember and I remember I was had one. I was living in Medicine Hat and I was driving home from work and my vision started to get like spotty and I was like what is happening here? And by the time I got home I just I couldn't I was so sick and like it was awful. And that was I don't know 14 years ago and I like st- 15 years ago and I still remember how awful that was. So when when people are like, I got a migraine, I'm like, okay, I got sympathy for you. Just from that one that I had. Like, my sister gets them every month. Is okay. this is this the one that's allergic to everything on the planet? Heather? Yes. What, okay. What a lot of women get them from is the changes in weather. So when it goes from, like, 
15 degrees down to minus, minus five. Like, they get them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that pressure my, change. My wife used to get them all the time, and I don't know what happened. To, it stopped. Um, they said, so for the reason why they think women get headaches or migraines more is changes in hormones. Okay. Um, fluctuations in estrogen can trigger them. Um, yeah. So Could stress be a factor, too? Mm-hmm. My wife used to get them. She gets the odd, the odd one now, um, but ba- I remember back in the day, it was like we couldn't. We had to shut all the lights out. Yeah, we had to leave her alone. Turn and off it was the like TV because that noise. Four hours. My sister is that way. She goes into her room, turns out the lights, clo- like, and and from my experience. The worst thing you can do as a man when a lady has a migraine is try to suggest, why don't you drink some water? <laughs> Funny you should I learned bring that, that living with Lisa for years because she gets really bad migraines. <laughs> have you, are you dehydrated? Are you just, come on. Just drink some water. Have, have a glass of water. <laughs> I'll get you a vitamin water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not do that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it in uh, for me, I, I don't get like I get the odd headache when I've been drinking too much, and I wake mm-hmm. up on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning or a Monday morning or <laughs> sometimes Tuesday <laughs> or, or Wednesday morning. I get a little bit of like just a twinge. <laughs> yeah. just sometimes Thursdays. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. What's the point of this, Elon Musk? Buying a company. Why? Why? Why twit? I like uh, that's the thing that I'm confused. I like I understand he's ticked off about how they do business. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't know, if you haven't heard, he bought nine percent of the shares, nine point two percent of the shares. Yeah. He gradually started buying up stock in Twitter a couple months back. Made the announcement a week, week and a half, two weeks ago mm-hmm. that he now had a controlling. And again, it's not it's not, not a like controlling, he, but he's just the largest shareholder. Yeah, he, he's the largest shareholder, yeah. which I think comes with some privilege. I, I don't know. Well, I, they I don't offered know him a seat it. on the board and stuff. He eventually stepped away from that, turned that down, declined it. But yeah, and then comes back with, uh, "I'm going to buy you outright." And yeah. and I guess the forty one billion dollar price tag that he well that that's what he's asking For, is forty three billion. Forty three billion. Yeah, it's way more than what. They're actually worth. Yeah. So he's offering um, $54.20 US per share, which I think it's worth like $30 a share or something like that. So he's yeah. offering above. It's a hostile takeover. Some are calling it a hostile yeah. takeover. Um, so now they can say no, though, yeah. right? Um, like- so Twitter is is um, getting together, probably their board of directors or whatever, and then they have to decide whether or not do we want to accept this or do we want to stay as a public company? Because he wants to take it private, right, obviously. So what do you think he does if if he takes it private? Does he does he make it the wild, wild I west? I it's the, the wild west. Anything goes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, it's feel. Just, I, I think he's very same, uh, similar to, like, Trump, where he wants to, con- where he's a rich guy that wants to take control over it. You know, he was blocked. Wasn't he blocked a couple of times? So he's, he's been censored. He's been censored. He's still on there, though. Yeah, but it's just it, then he can control what's shared on. There's there. something more to this, though. This is more than what you. What? I think it's ego a little you bit. You it's can't like, tell me what to put on I'll my. Just buy the company. Account. 
Right. Do you think that's all this is? It's probably a little bit of that. Okay. Maybe he truly believes that. Like he says that he believes it's a a great opportunity for free speech, which can change things around the world. But he want he's they're doing things wrong, so he wants to change that. Mm. Yeah, I don't necessarily. Like, this is a terrible just, investment. I don't Twitter never makes money. <laughs> I know. That's the other thing about it. He'll find a way to make money with it, though. That's yeah. that's the thing about Elon Musk. Rich people are rich for a reason. They don't like he didn't stumble into billions of dollars. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Look, I'm a I'm a billionaire everybody. I didn't even mean to do it. Um he yeah. might be a control freak. Like look at all the companies he's already controlling and running, so maybe he's like I want this one too. I want to control it. It'll be interesting. Does, does he bring? We keep bringing this up. Does he bring Trump? Let's oh, say I he, bet he. If he buy, if let's say they approve this sale, everyone gets back on. Elon Musk. I bet he opens her up. And Trump's bet, back on. Bet you Trump will be his first phone call. <laughs> I, I like. I don't think he's a big Trump fan though, Jimmy. Like no, you make just, it sound. He's like, not a Trump no, fan, but he's just like a. He's doesn't think anyone should be censored on. On the app, like Trump, will I wish call. I had stocks and Twitter. I'll yeah. be like, <laughs> people are going to make money. That's that's what makes this very interesting. Is that we make decisions based on money. If you ever want to figure out why something happened in the world, I've learned this. It's always money. Just yeah. dig enough, dig far enough, deep enough. It might be hidden, but somebody is benefiting from it if, if it's well, a decision that doesn't make any say sense. Say you own 2% of Twitter right now. You'd be like, sell, sell, sell. Well, that's just <laughs> it, Grant. That's why I think yeah. that he might end up owning Twitter because these guys are going to be like, I have a chance to make how, like, I'm going to Take my money and I'm going to double it. I'm, I'm exaggerating, mm-hmm. right? but I, I, you just said no to a guy that was going to double my money? What yeah. the hell's wrong with you? Do, you? do you understand? Yeah. Like That's why this is... Hmm. Be inter- if you have stocks in Twitter, I'll join you at the keg this weekend. You're <laughs> buying dinner. We have three very different personalities on the locker room. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has a good sense of who I am. Uh, generally, if somebody is describing me, it probably uh, ends with an A and <laughs> or starts with an A and ends with a hole. <laughs> Jimmy is a I I don't know how to describe Jimmy to people. He is a the best way to describe me, and I think you've said it uh, so many times, is I'm a gong show. Yes, like like you say, I'm a unintended gong show. I'm unintended content. 24/7 but yes. everybody loves Jimmy. Like uh, I'll I'll re I'll bring up a story from last week. We're coming into work, we get out of the car, we're walking up the stairs and I noticed that Jimmy's got a limp and yeah. I said, "What's going on?" He goes, "Ah, I, I fell in the liquor store last night." <laughs> and he doesn't see the he doesn't humor see in the that. humor in him with a 15-pack Having a liquor Pilsner. store injury. And then he trips on the rug and throws his knee out. And then Grant is... Grant holds things pretty close to the chest. Yeah. And I saw this story yesterday. It's a Benefer update. Oh, yeah. And I want to get into it. But I... And we'll talk about Benefer. Mm-hmm. But it could lead into a conversation about something in your life that's happened very recently, and you can choose to share or not. Yep. But I think 
Ben did something with Jennifer that you may have done with Mac. Ellie and Ben Affleck have some similarities, I think. You can you can tell us if you want to or not. <laughs> yeah. But I have a prediction. That's coming up. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So uh, the Benefer update is, uh, we talked about this yesterday. They're engaged now. Okay. They bought a house together. We've been following this quite closely. We're actually your uh, Benefer station here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. When there's news to tell you, we get it on the air immediately. I don't know why, but we're fascinated by this, like, re-sparked romance. So that house they were going to buy, the deal fell through. That was a $55 um, million mansion in Bel Air. Okay. So now they are looking at a $165 million mansion. (laughs) It's true. Jesus. Uh, so anyway, Jennifer Lopez um, announced that, that they're engaged. Mm-hmm. and uh, For the second time. So the second time. So they're getting married. And she says that they got married, or she got in, uh, proposed to by Ben while she was taking a bubble bath. She said she was in her favorite place in her bubble bath on a Saturday night. Yeah. He showed up with the ring. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah. But a bing, but a boom. Now, um, a lot of people probably don't know this, but Grant Johnson is engaged. He had his stag stag at party uh, last weekend. A couple, couple weekends ago, yeah. Um, the fiance's name is, we refer to her as uh, Mac, yep. Michaela. And uh, you guys are getting married this summer. And one of the things about Grant and Michaela is they post bubble bath pictures all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. One time. <laughs> that was before our uh, Christmas party. We had a uh the suite at the hotel by your place in St. Albert. Oh, okay. So we filled it with bubbles. and You you posted more than one picture I, that's of That's the bubble only bath. time I posted a bubble dude, bath dude, picture. You, you FaceTimed me from the bathroom in your hotel when you yeah. first started dating. So did you, bubble pr- did you propose in the bubble bath? No. Okay. No, it was at our house, though. Okay. And it was a very spur of the moment. Like, I'd been thinking about it, planning it, and then it was just the moment was right. And it was in our basement. Where okay. we spend a lot of time hanging out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not the bubble bath. I, no. I, well, you missed an opportunity. <laughs> Correct. If I could do it all over again. <laughs> when you when you redo your vows, you'll have to propose in a bubble bath. Everyone's, when you're playing G.I. Joe. That's I'm right. The G.I. Joe. <laughs> uh, they're saying, everyone's saying J.Lo must be really in love with Ben because did you see him yesterday? He was They were driving and he ran over a Starbucks sign. Um but uh, what? Yeah, so he was driving in the Starbucks lineup, and he like or in the drive-through, and he ran over a sign in the Land Rover. But everyone's like, <laughs> she must really love him because he's smoking inside the car. <laughs> so she's putting up with that. Still hard on the darts. <laughs> yeah. Driving over signs in the Starbucks parking. Exactly. Is he drunk again? <laughs> well, he's got ten years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. Okay, a comet with the largest uh, um, nucleus that's uh, ever been known as a comet. Uh, it's actually So there's a comet. The biggest w- comet with the, to ever, ever seen. Ever seen okay. by the Hubble te- telescope. Actually, the diameter of it is actually uh, wider than the side, like Rhode Island, like the U.S. state. And it's supposed to be I've swinging past our sun in 2031. This is the aliens. And actually, let me tell you why. This is actually aliens, not just me making this up right now. 
You know that blind woman that made all those predictions? She died in 97, and some of her predictions from then are she still She was the one that, that predicted Obama was going to be president. She said there was going to be a black president. It was going to be number 44 or whatever. Um, and she, she's made all sorts of predictions throughout history. She died in 97. She had predictions for this year. One of her predictions was that in the year 2022, Earth would be visited by aliens... And it, they would come in the form of an asteroid to seek out if there was life on Earth, and they are not going to be kind to us. But this isn't until 2031, so that prediction is a well, little according off. According to their calculations, yeah. they don't know how fast it's going, though. She predicted 9-11. She predicted the rise of the Islamic State. She predicted Putin becoming president. The yeah. comet is actually moving. She's a bit of a messiah. Yeah. The comet is actually moving 35,000 kilometers an hour. Right now. But when it gets to light speed, it could get, it could, you know, pick up some time and make it here quicker. You yeah. realize 35 kilometers per hour. <sighs> never mind. I'm not going to explain this crap. We never, we don't know what's going to happen. It could hit some sort of good winds, like when you're in a plane and they tell you they took a shortcut. Had a black hole? Yeah, and it hits a black hole, it gets here, and all of a sudden they're... What was her name? I remember her. Yeah, she was blind. She was from Bulgaria. Freaky story. Baba Venga. Baba Venga? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, So after she lost, when she was 12, she lost her eyesight because there was like a storm and she lost her eyesight and she started seeing the future after that. She predicted Brexit. What have you predicted? Nothing. <laughs> that I'm going to hit one of you in the next couple of days. Hello. Good morning, Lou. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Now, let's catch everybody up to speed. If at any point I mess something up, you interject, because I want to make sure that the information that we get out right now is clear and that people understand what you're dealing with, you and your organization are dealing with. Is that fair? Yes, that's fair. Okay, so, um, Lou, what's your last name? So my last name is Jobs, J-O-B-S. Lou Jobs. Now, Lou is a locker room listener. You've been listening to the show for a long time, and you are also part of the 60 Scoop Indigenous Society of Alberta. Yes. Which, from my understanding, is it's an organization to make sure that you get them any kind of help or assistance that you can based on what they're going through, based on what they went through in their past. Uh, yeah, so we, our organization tries to advocate for help for 60 Scoop survivors and all their families. That's their kids as well, yep. their parents, everybody, right? So the whole family. We try to get them any kind of help that we can. Right? How long have you guys been doing this? This is This is not a new thing, right? No, we've been going since we were incorporated twenty twenty seventeen. Okay, and been working throughout the province ever since then. So now, Lou, you guys got some money to help out sixty scoop survivors during COVID. It doesn't matter what the amount was, but it was to help with the possibility of food security issues through the last couple of years, right? Yeah, specifically, it had to, we had to. Uh, Food security and mental health were the two things that we are allowed to spend this money on. Okay, and you guys have some money left, and one of the realizations from the organization's perspective was that you didn't hit 
the homeless community in Alberta that has had an impact from the 60s scoop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we went to six locations here in Alberta. We went to Grand Prairie, Cold Lake, Fort Mac, Edmonton, Calgary, and Lethbridge. Um, out of all of those locations, we didn't really see any homeless people come out yeah. and try to get access some help. So fair to everybody, I mean... I mean, if anybody needs more help, it's them. So we're trying to reach out to them, trying to trying to get them some a little extra help, if anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is admirable. You guys came up with a plan to do like a backpack drive in these communities, and you wanted to sort of gather, you know, some essentials, some, um, you know, some some socks, some underwear, some toiletries, maybe a couple of gift cards for you know, for some, for local stores to get some food. And you guys ran into a roadblock, kind of a <laughs> yeah, a bureaucracy roadblock. Now, th- this one's a tough one because we're not sure. At this point, it's not about blame. It's about the fact that that you guys tried to do something with the remaining money and you're, you're kind of handcuffed by by some lettering in the agreement on the money that you guys got. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and upon further reflection, Rob, Indigenous people have been having a problem with lettering and agreements for a little while now, so I shouldn't be too surprised, really. Uh, <laughs> so it's okay um, for me hearing this story to be pissed off. I am. I okay. can't believe I can't buy people socks, underwear, and toilet. I'm not. I'm not solving the homeless problem. I'm trying to give them a survival kit. Let's be yeah. very clear on this. This is not solving the homeless problem. Yeah. Right? This is just here. Six pairs of socks and some underwear, a shaving kit, some deodorant. Um, and the government yeah. said, no, no, no. The money is for gift cards for McDonald's, Tim Hortons, and Walmart. That's all you can use the money for. Well. We have to be careful where we spend, where we give them gift cards to. They have to be food related. Uh, so we could wall those three locations based on the amount of locations are. Right? Can you give me a any idea of why they they shut the door on this backpack program with the money you guys have remaining? The words, the wording in the, the wording. agreement itself, yeah, says that we're that we have to be very careful. If we, we look, we still have the money. We could still theoretically, in theory, go out and buy them this stuff anyways and just say F you to the government. Um, now, if we do that. You jeopardize. Not, yeah, you jeopardize. Well, we're probably not going to get any more money to help people because we're going to say misappropriated funds, yada, yada, yada. Mm, Jesus. Um, okay. So we have to be careful with where we spend the money. Okay. Um, unfortunately, that also means. And I'm not sure how buying a, a guy a pair of socks is not. I, I Dude, it's it. it's it's ridiculous. It's not even worth Lou. It's not even worth discussing the you know like it's like, typical uh, government. Anyway, uh, I don't want to get you in any. I know you guys need the, these funds to help these people, so you're trying to be careful about how you move forward, right? Like, yeah. um, so I don't want to I don't want to jeopardize that at all with this with this interview. Um, I have somebody in mind that I'm going to I'm going to give a call to that might be able to help you out at, at least on maybe not from a from a money perspective but from a tracking these people down and helping them because they're out 
every week in the river valley and they're trying to reach out to these these folks um and they're doing it from the military perspective um they're looking for for veterans but i'm sure they know of a lot of people that have been impacted from the indigenous community that that are that are in a homeless situation right now so i want to send you his contact info um and then we'll leave it at this lou if anybody can find a way to help out lou and the 60s scoop organization here Indigenous Society of Alberta, um, maybe fire me a note or reach out to their Twitter account. It's 60 Scoop Indigenous Society of Alberta. If you just type that into Twitter, it'll pop up. And uh, maybe we can uh, find an end road around this, Lou. Well, that would really be nice. I mean, you know what? Whether or not I can actually give these people socks and underwear and all that other stuff um, is kind of... If people can help, that'd be great. I'm it's not, a secondary issue, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going down to Last Bridge. I'll be there on April 20th, and we're going to give out the gift cards regardless. Whether or not we have backpacks to go with it, along with the gift cards, we're also, I mean, there's a few other things we can try to do. And the other thing I want to, you know, try to give out are some Narcan kits with these things, right? Yeah. The, you know, so all of that stuff. So we're trying to. We're going to be in Last Bridge regardless, whether or not we have these backpacks. It would just be really nice to be able to hand out something else, a little extra um, for people who don't really have anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, keep me posted on your uh, on this because I know I, I gave you another contact, so I'm curious about how that, to what end that comes, you know. Well, it, I'll be talking to him later today, actually. Okay, that's perfect. Well, listen, um, Lou, I, I appreciate you reaching out to us. I just, I'm... There's not a day that goes by that I'm not completely baffled by the stupidity of our of the people that make decisions in this country, locally, provincially, federally. It just it um it 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 probably is going to put me in an early grave. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, but <laughs> this is like I like I deal with bureaucratic stuff on a regular basis. Yeah, because of where like this this one was kind of. This one's a head shaker. Yeah, this was a little bit, you've got to be shitting me moment. Um, yeah. In fairness. So that's when I reached out to you and thought, you know, here's a guy that understands the stupidity of it all. Um, so that's why. Well, that's a, that's a good way to end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Lou. Thank you for your time, okay? Thank you very much, Paul. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.